I'm Anna. I'm Ashley. Welcome to the first episode of the ANA show. Um, today we are with our wonderful friends, uh, Jaron, Taco Man, Reese, and Avery. And today we're going to be questioning them <laughs> on what their personal beliefs and or thoughts are on the paranormal. So, whoever would like to start, or if you would like us to give a background. Let's hear some background. Yeah, let's hear yeah, some background. This is Jared. This is this is Jared, by the way. Doggo man. Reese. Avery. Howdy. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. I mean, I know you kind of were. It wasn't forced, but. Uh, you were here. You're here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I. But anyway, so background on the paranormal. Basically, I don't know like the dictionary definition. Do you know the di- okay? We'll get the dictionary definition. This is lame. <sighs> Sound like you're giving like a graduation Steel? speech. Well, Merriam-Webster defines paranormal <laughs> as uh, talking nuts. I don't think they do. <laughs> <laughs> Most well, okay. So paranormal is just basically ghosts. It's it's uh, spiritual beings. Spiritual beings. So a lot Demonic of the time, present. they're subtitled. It feels like a pretty diverse word that most people know. Yeah. But is there yeah. is there is there some aspect of it that like wouldn't like it wouldn't just like think of already when you said paranormal? Okay. Because that's that's what I'm looking for. That's true. So okay, so uh, the di- definition. Yeah, this is a way better definition than I'd give. It's denoting events or phenomena such as telekinesis or clairvoyance that are beyond the scope of normal scientific understanding. So a lot of the time, paranormal is an act or, like, something that is completely unknown. What are you laughing at? Why are you laughing, Jaren? I know, what are you... Okay, that, like, a lot of the time cannot be explained and or debunked through science. Well, okay, so first off, I think that maybe under current science, I forget who the author was. I believe it was Arthur C. Clarke, and in one of his novels, he wrote that magic is just science that we can't explain yet. So, I don't think there's anything in the universe that is completely irrational or unreasonable. And if I personally don't believe in the paranormal or anything like that, but I I would argue that it is just science we haven't figured out yet. If you do believe in it. Hot take. <laughs> Initially, my thoughts are just like it's just unexplainable stuff. Like the way the definition is, it feels like it's not necessarily a bad thing, which most people tend to like think about because the thought is like demons possessing you and all that. Where like based off of what it is, it's just kind of like things that are unexplainable, like the afterlife type of thing. Like nobody can explain that because. Nobody who's gone to it has come back and been like, I I can definitely say, like, this is what happens. We've got a hot take about that one, too. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I don't... You, there's not many people that can say that and, like, believe in whatever you want. I'm not going to argue with you. Like, you go ahead, believe that. If there is an afterlife, good, cool. But, like, that's not what we're worried about right now. Like, it's just kind of, like unexplainable things that I feel like you could get there, but we don't know when we'll get there. Okay. Um, this is interesting because I'm, I'm having to think about this in a different way now. Because as as a religious person of sorts, uh, I, I can't understand stuff like uh, possession and whatnot. 
because that's that's stuff that I believe there are some documentations of, but that's uh, I feel like that's probably the extent of that. Um, I feel like the closest that I would get to believing something like the to some of that is like, I don't know. I feel like you said like telekinesis, or maybe not tele telekinesis is not the word. Yeah. Well, uh, te te it's well no, no, it, it is what it said there, but not, because that's like, that's like moving shit with your mind, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, never so mind. there's a theory with that, though, with the paranormal. Okay. Well, because what I was thinking was like telepathic communication. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I can kind of see happening. Um, that's for ever, other reasons. Y'all ever heard of MK Ultra? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, it's definitely. Uh, I don't know. I just it it's a lot of that seems difficult to believe to me, and that's not like a skeptic's stance. It's just I also have never really considered it enough to be like, here is my definitive stance on paranormal activities. Um, that's what? What I will say is um, I have never seen any kind of apparition or uh, or demonic possession or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, in terms of firsthand experience, I, w I would take more than that. And I also don't think I would uh, be immediately into believing that if I were uh, confronted with that. So if you wanted to do like your like whatever your weird games y'all were talking about to like oh my god no we're not going to open portals in my house <laughs> yeah uh, and I doubt that would happen if that's what you're wondering if you think one of these games if you think that would open a portal for a demon world so into your home I highly doubt oh, that I do not think games, that would happen I'm highly skeptical of oh it. my I'm, I'm skeptical of the games per se but I I do believe in the paranormal so in a lot of the things that we had saw too with religious a lot of the time people will just say no 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 that's not how it works you either go to heaven or hell like that's that's it yeah. but a lot of the time people also believe that are religious that there's a peril there's something in between as if you get stuck and that's like purgatory religious as a yeah. christian because they're all different religions too yes. yeah yeah and different things, things and the main one that i saw kind of with christianity was one was there's a kind of something between heaven and or hell that you get stuck in so a lot of traumatic events and different things like that. Now, a lot of the time, I have a hard time, like, explaining it. In my head, it kind of makes sense, mm -hmm. but I have a hard time explaining no, it. I that seems that very, sense. like, that has to be, uh, I, I don't know what religious sect that would come from, because most, I feel like most Christian interpretations yeah. nowadays are very, like, One black and white, yeah. heaven or hell, which is, is uh, I also feel like there's a lot of misinterpretations of, but this is uh, not a religious podcast, so no, I would stay not. away from that. <laughs> You guys do not want to hear me talk about religion. <laughs> no, you don't want to hear it from me either. I don't even um, know enough about religion to talk about it and, like, be credible. Like, I know oh, yeah, enough, and that's all I need to know. All right, yeah. so, what, what, so what other questions so, do you have about this? I don't know, what were some other questions? Well, Should we transition? So, oh, well, the whole telekinesis thing, the one thing we had saw about that, it was a theory that this one, like, investigative group had come up with. What? Oh, it's a little... Your little fingering. Yeah. This hurts. <laughs> so the one thing, the, the theory that we had found when we were doing our presentation for our TA class was that basically poltergeists aren't actually poltergeists. It's women or girls going through their monthly cycle that there's so many like hormonal imbalances 
that they can they do stuff with their mind to think that oh that moved no, when in know, reality it didn't. No, it's so weird. You don't know, you don't know, okay. it's, like literally your time of the month. Sorry, like it's so crazy. <laughs> so, no, now we're on female anatomy. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm glad no, this is what no, this changes. No, wait. You have to let me finish, Jaren. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. You're consistently scientific. Wait, so, I, have an, I have an important clarifying question for you. Do you do you mean that they believe things to have moved, or that they can move things with their like mind? They believe, they believe, believe that they can move. No, you don't understand. Okay, let's hear the eight-year-old girl talk about I her pee. <laughs> Since at home, she is eight years old. <laughs> I am not eight. No, like from experience, you don't like. I think they can also like attest to this. Um, Anna and Ashley, when you're on your period, your mind, you don't even realize it, but it's fucked up. Like, sorry, that is <laughs> no, it's explicit. No, it's good. Um, like, yeah, like I'm. I would like to think that I'm typically a pretty like patient person. Like, like I like generally with most situations, I would like to think so. Literally, like, when I'm on my period, someone could look at, like, I'm not even joking, I'm not exaggerating, someone, like, I've had people look at me, and I've been like, fuck off, because, like, look at me wrong, you know, move your hand weird, I don't know, it pisses me off, like, I get angry, I know some people, I know some girls get, like, overly sad, I get overly angry, like, the way our minds work when we're on that, like, it's crazy, and you don't even realize it until you're off your period, and you're like, wow, I'm, like, happy again, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> Well, and I think that's where people find that they, like, think they're moving things. Yeah. No. So this specific group that we got that from had actually debunked poltergeists, but that's all it is. Sorry if you're hearing weird mic noises. I'm trying to adjust it. Like, like, if life doesn't go the way you want it to go when you're, like, when it's your time of the month and you're, like, frustrated and you're sad and you're feeling all these, like, (coughs) emotions because, because of your, like, cycle, right? If life doesn't go the way you want it to go, or, like, sorry, that sounds like very, like, little kid hissy fit, but, like... You know, like I mean, when you're on your period, like like you're like I at least for like me, like if shit doesn't go my way, I'm like I throw like a toddler hissy fit and like I do all I can so that like like I don't know like the, like I'm trying to explain that you know like you're no, trying I to manipulate life to be yeah, what like, not is angering or like not is yeah. like because that's all that you are like your hormones and everything are making you so angry and so sad. I literally cried watching. A toilet paper commercial. Like, <laughs> it wasn't even sad. It was charming. Fuck those bears. Is there a canon terrorist in the Charmin world? Really? Yes. What the well, hell? Hold your strong. Where did that come from? Well, there was uh, one where they're going through uh, airport security and gets pulled over for, like, oh, a, <laughs> a full-body pat-down check. And, you know... Oh, so they have, they have bear TSA. Bears. Yeah, there's bear TSA. So that means... Bear 9-11 had to have happened. Okay, no, 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 no. We're straight away. Let's go. No, no, let's, maybe we go back to the spot. No, yeah, it's good. Are we sure we're maybe, maybe not 9-11. Maybe not 9-11. Maybe not 9-11. You know where there's a one world bear center. Maybe not 9-11. And that's had to replace. Maybe not 9-11. Conversation. Okay, so shifting conversation now. Yeah, warning. Check, check this. Like, what, what, what time is it? What time is it? Not time. What in the podcast? Oh, I don't know. You stupid bitch. It's like eleven minutes. Okay.
Okay. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. How long is, are we planning on? So, well, okay, so our first, three? we're going to call it our, um, uh, what do you call that? Your practice video. Episode? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> that we had to, um, we just put in our drafts, um, was about 31 minutes. Gotcha. So, okay. yeah. Okay, so my, my question with the music thing is, obviously, all, everyone in here is involved in music in school, but I feel like there's, uh, what I what I've been reflecting on with that lately is the idea of being taught music in school is more than like here's how you play a band instrument, um, which because I feel like that's a lot of like what the perception is and also what a lot of band students that's all they take out of it. But knowing uh, you people, I feel like there's definitely more to that because I feel like the way that our teacher teaches as well uh, that a lot of it is involved in how to enjoy music and how to listen to music and how to get something out of it, which has been super integral in my life lately because that's all I do. I, lo I used all of my data in like three days because I had music in my ear all the time. Um, and that's just what's important to me, so I thought we'd talk about it. If Any, any opinions that you have about the emotional impact of music, maybe uh, I feel like we talk about band a lot, maybe shifting outside of band any... Uh, any music that you listen to that you think is important or that you have opinions on? Well, I think it's really valuable, and like music in, in school especially is very dependent on your teacher, and you'll take out of it yeah. what you want. That's um, something Tucker told me a long time ago, which, I mean, you guys don't know Tucker, Tucker but all of you sitting man. here knows, knows Tucker. Tucker's a wise, wise man. Um, and he says that you'll put out of it, or you'll put, you will get out of it what you put into it, and that's, that's very much true, and contrasts a lot of other things, and band brings a lot of, and music in general, just brings a lot of things along with it that are uh, catalysts for good things. Like if you order something, yeah, there's a lot of packing peanuts in there, but you got to take out the good stuff. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of struggles. Um, yeah, my, my genius analogy. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Okay, I am now realizing how violent of the shift this was. I apologize. <laughs> oh, that was totally good. I like that music. Oh, sorry, one more thing. Well, I think I said um, And... I know, at least for me, I, I'm listening to music almost constantly, and that just sort of helps uh, me at least. I, I don't know how much you guys yeah. do or what music we listen to and whatnot, but it just kind of helps me, me keep my brain under control and all that jazz, um, and you know, stop it from from going too too fast or crazy. Yeah. And it's just kind of a nice grounding, and also something that I'm passionate about. Me, my take. This is, oh. this is your damn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, but y'all were like packing peanut analogy, like it's going good. So I thought you had more to say. I pack more peanuts than you have this entire I, time. That's so a fair point. Go, go. That's a fair oh point. You know, honestly, like for me, it, music is fantastic because there's just like it's something that is a stress reliever, and it's something that you can go to and just kind of, ha. Huh, like, sigh, you know what I mean? Like, but like, not just sorry. that, but music in general, for especially school, there's so many good people in that. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it created a podcast. <laughs> so, Maybe and there's many not, great podcast. Well, yeah. Right now. This podcast is shit. Kidding, it's wonderful. No, but I think, I think. I mean, obviously, you're going to always run into people that you don't care for, or they, you know, there's always going to well, be problems, but there's like always them. ones that life, yeah. stick out and yeah. you'll always be friends with. 
Well, I feel like down to the core of music, we, I'm pretty sure we've all heard this, is just a type of language that, like, essentially communicates things that you can't put into words. Like, there's a reason, there's, like, theories behind why certain types of sounds, like, pr produce, like, certain reactions like sadness or anger or fear, that type of thing. And it's just a way to, like, express emotions, and it's kind of, like, what pulls the emotions out. Uh, kind of like how our band teacher says, like, music always just kind of enhances things. Like, he's bring, he brings up, like, uh, we're having a wedding. What are we going to have? Music. Uh, uh, there's a parade. What should we have? Music. Like, music everywhere. Yeah, like, music. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Music's everywhere. It's, ma it's the matter of fact if you recognize it and feel connected to that over it's just kind of like in the background and I think just band in schools and like music in schools is what kind of enforces us to get connected to our surroundings and that music that we live daily like the radio you probably don't know it but you're probably feeling emotions if you're just listening to songs that are put on different radio stations and it, you just kind of roll with it but you still feel things from it well, and to, like, the good old Mr. Mason, our band director, says, like, you add music to things to make it better. Like, obviously, if you're at a wedding and it's dead silent and you just see, like, this chick walking down the aisle, I mean, everyone's going to be laughing. And it'll be, like, awkward silence, ha, 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 nervous laughter. Like, it's not, you add music to make it so much better and or memorable. Or a normal wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, that would just be depressing. <laughs> see, there's, like... Okay. Yeah, I um, I absolutely agree. Uh, something I'd like to maybe add or maybe contrast that with is I feel like a lot of the like when you, we we think about music, I feel a lot of like what we think about is those events, like oh this this wedding with the music or this graduation with the music or uh, school dance or anything that. Music is involved in, but I also feel like, for me personally, I've done a lot of work lately on trying to uh, evaluate and listen to music on its own, which is which is difficult because I feel like a lot of people they put they put their headphones in and they go about their day and they they do stuff while listening to music. But I also feel like uh, what's been like a great healer for me and a lot of things I've had to deal with lately or um, previously or anything just just to get through it. I feel like just listening to music by itself, and that, I mean, it's taken some practice, but just like, you know, lights off, like in bed, sitting up, whatever, and just, just listening to the music, almost like just making it an entirely auditory experience, which I feel is a, kind of difficult to train your mind to do and I still have difficulty with, but I think absorbing any kind of art like that is absolutely integral to the human experience, and I think it just—I don't know—it's—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's, it's very strange because I feel like, again, a lot of the associations with music is uh, us like just playing it or you know being in school or band with it, but I also feel like uh, absorbing art and consuming art is just as valuable as producing it, and I feel like it gives 
insight into the emotions of others, the experiences of others, or even your own. Uh, and I, just, I don't know. That's that's just something that I've been looking at lately. That's a lot different than you know the events surrounding it that I wanted your guys' opinion on. That's really interesting. I um, I do a sort of a similar thing, basically, rather than just like sitting down and, and listening to it. What I'll I'll sort of do. Uh, I mean, not super dedicatedly by any means, but I'll like even if I have to look up the lyrics and I'll try and sit down and listen to the lyrics and figure out exactly what they mean, rather than um, just I don't kind of listen to it, which I, I'll I'll do a lot of the time, but I talk really fast. <laughs> um, but also just sitting down and trying to think. Oh, I wonder what the artist was thinking when they wrote this, or I wonder what they meant, or maybe what they were going through in their life that influenced them to create this sort of music. And it's uh, two different different interpretations and ways of consuming music, and I think that, I mean, there's no inherently wrong way to do it. Like, art's out there, and you can uh, explain it, how, or experience it however you want to. It's it's up to you now, but, yeah, that's yeah. Oh, something I do with Another thing I'd like to add is, like, there's no, yeah, like Reese said, there's no wrong way to listen to music, but also I Absolutely. feel like connecting with the music is also just another way that, like, we don't inherently notice. Like, recently I've been working through some things, and I've gotten stuck on this one song. It's called Fool by Cave Town. I told you two about it. Uh, Fuck and Cave Town. <laughs> Fuck Cave Town. Okay. Hot take. And basically, like, shut up. But, like, I've been moving through the, some things, and I feel like basically what that entire song has to do with is, like, what I feel currently on, like, a day-to-day -day basis and how I just can't escape, but it feels like a way to express myself without explicit, explicitly saying it, like, on a day-to-day -day basis. It just helps get it out, and I feel like that's just something that people don't typically do, and that's just something that people don't realize why they might listen to a song on constant repeat because they may either connect with it in some way, whether it's the chord progression, which is way more complicated than I could ever think about, or if it's even just the lyrics and what they, what the writer was going through and why they produced those lyrics. And if you like that song, you should also listen to, also listen to Paul and Trying by Cape Town, also a very good one, kind of like that. You guys haven't talked very much, and we're hogging the microphone. Yeah. What, what would you hey, to Ashley, Anna. Owners of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who owns this podcast? Let's okay. hear some. We're taking over. <laughs> so, my, my my opinion on music and stuff and all. So, I feel like the world would be kind of lost without music in a way, because there's, an, there's music for every emotion you could feel, whether you're angry, sad. There's always going to be music for it. Oh, like, I've heard of uh, Death Grips. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. No, but yeah, I feel like... Anger time, baby. Yeah. Oh. I don't know, music's a form of a, expression. Like, you can express yourself through music. A lot of people do. And there's... Yeah. Well, and I think, too, like, right now for okay. Complet, which, you know, it's kind of forced upon you, but, like, we're going through Kendrick Lamar's To Pip a Butterfly album. And I don't really care for his music, to be quite honest. I have, but I have a hot take about this album. But his, like, going through the lyrics really shows how music can have a lot more deeper meanings than people realize. Because you go to listen to, 
like, you know, either one of his songs, or you could listen to anyone's song, really. And if you don't truly either, A, listen to it and what it's trying to convey and or look at the lyrics and really, like, understand them, that you don't realize that music has a deeper meaning to it. Yeah. Um, I have a buddy who uh, one of you in here knows um, who uh, To Pimp a Butterfly is his favorite hip-hop album of all time. Uh, and he like he talks about how much of a masterpiece it is. And I've, I've listened to it once or twice, and I think it's great. Um, I don't have... I don't. I haven't listened to enough uh, uh, hip hop albums to pass judgment on that, but it's definitely one of my favorites. It's uh, Kendrick. Definitely, he was in a Kendrick Lamar was in a wonderful place to release that album, where he put something, he put stuff out before to build this fan base and just be in this place where he still wasn't. He had enough of a fan base where he could have the resources to make this like incredible production of this album but also like not to a point where he was tied down by music industry things to do whatever he was supposed to do and I, there's just there's there's a lot to absorb in that album that I think is great and I didn't know you guys were going through that in comp lit which I think is kind of cool that Miss Robertson yeah, is doing really that cool, yeah, that's, no, so they I guess I don't know if it was just this year I don't know if any of you guys had done that but um we're focusing on poetry, but a lot of the time people who associate either hip hop or like rap music Are you as poetry. Because like I would yeah, I would rather <laughs> you and I evaluate Kendrick instead of John Dunn. Like poetry is music, isn't it? Like so a lot of the time there's debates music. about that. Well, is, well yeah. Kind of. Well it depends. depends on the structure because there's yeah. like rhythmic structures. That's true. But like sometimes there's ones where like how we studied in politics. Well, a lot of the time, the, there's a huge debate on whether poetry is actually, like, it could be considered, like, under music mm -hmm. because of the way rap verses are yeah. compared to poetry verses. That it could be very similar in how you were to read them, either at, like, mm -hmm. super fast pace or whatever. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of interesting to go through. Even though I don't really care for his music, it's really yeah. cool to look through it and just truly understand yeah. What he was going through at the time of that album, but that's also so like so cool that you guys get to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's really okay. interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm very jealous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can take my place in class <laughs> if you want. I will swap you lit class. All right. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I think albums are like a very unique art form. If we're being honest, I mean it's music, but it's also like each album is this, like, compilation that you can, like, because music is in this weird way where you can consider just one song a work of art or the whole album a work of art or all of the artists work all together. Um, but I think albums are incredibly, like, unique in the sense that it has, it, they typically, if the artist does them correct and it's not just a compilation of songs, that it has a an overarching theme or a point that's getting across, across, multiple songs that can be enjoyed by themselves. Um, and I think that's kind of lost in today's day and age because you can access individual songs super easily, which, you know, when the main source of music was uh, vinyl and record players and you'd have to buy a whole album and typically you'd, people would only buy it for one song but then end up listening to this entire masterpiece that 
was a much larger than the single song that they were looking at, which this is going on a whole different thing, but uh, if you have any... Yeah, yeah, so when, I don't, now you're not quote-unquote forced to listen to the like, entire album and its continuity, I think it's so fascinating, and I, I appreciate it so much when artists will not not create like a story or saga per se, but make a, a continuous album. And you said I like, I know both of us do, um, Carsey and they, they sort of do that, like each of their albums is more contained than a lot of other artists are. Yeah. I know I also that it seems that Logic has followed in the past where uh, there's like a sort of, I don't know, overarching, not storyline, but continuity to an album, and I think that's not done enough anymore. Yeah. Do you have anything to say, Avery? Maybe not about albums, but if you have any... Yeah. Any other thoughts? What you got? I guess about music in general, like, I don't know, as people, we're all, like, going through different things, different emotions, and different stages in our life, and, like, I think that's the coolest part about music, is it's, like, the hardest thing to put into words. Like, putting your emotions into words, even for pretty open people, like, it's a pretty difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yet, music does that pretty effortlessly, and, like, flawlessly at times. And I think that's the beautiful thing about music, is it's, like... We can communicate in English all we want, and uh, music, you know, is in different languages and in our language, but also, like, it is in its own language and communicating something far more than the language that we speak to each other and talk in. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the coolest part and, and intri- most intriguing part to me about music is, you know, like, I mean, of course, the lyrics are all still in, like, the music that we listen to, most of it is still, you know, English lyrics, like, the English that we speak to each other, and yet it's communicating far more. Yeah. Like, I think that's absolutely insane that you can bring that much depth to, like, such defined, like, words, if that makes sense. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. I also feel like there's a trend in the music industry now that, strays away from that where instead of like because i feel like as humans we simultaneously experience like tons of emotions that might not it's probably more than just what like you said more than a few words can sum up Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of artists nowadays try to make music that one isn't even emotional or yeah or two like tries to like tries to like uh compartmentalize emotions which i feel is like Almost. I mean, that, if that's how you want to view it, that's that's in, that's you know all, all the prerogative yeah. of the artist. Yeah. But I feel like when you're, I mean you're talking about uh, car seat headrest, I feel like bands like like that or artists like that in general, uh, you'll see they make these like like super long songs that make <laughs> these like 14 to 17 minute long songs that like. There's 14 minute songs. It's in the album. The album? Yeah. Oh my. I've never. Yo, I want to experience one of these. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get through like a. I I, I don't know. I listened to like a four minute song the other day and I was like, well, it's kind of long. Are you kidding me? What? Okay, so here's. I've never listened to longer than like six. But you know, that, that could cause the question of like, is music becoming more interesting or like are artists just making music so then they could get the big buck. Well, so uh, do you guys yeah. know how Spotify's system works or any, like, music system um, like that? Is it yeah. just more popular? Because, like, that's what it seems like. More like it's the most, it's the more, it's the more plays you get. Well, because, like, so the more Olivia, plays you get, like, Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license blew up on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry to bring that up. 
You look pissed off. Well, no, no. Well, the, what I'm saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not trying, I'm not speaking on that music. Like, I'm not trying to speak on that and whether it's good or bad. Right, That's yeah, not what I'm saying. Continue. But blew up on TikTok, right? And absolutely received received a lot of, a lot of plays. And so, mm-hmm. automatically, number one on Spotify. Yeah. Like, like that. So... That's because, so here's the thing, the way those systems work, it runs off of plays. So when we're talking about length of songs, how do you think you get more plays? Instead of getting albums that have like eight to ten songs that are uh, five, six, seven minutes mm-hmm. long, stuff like that. You put you, out one mega hit. You, yeah. get, you get, you either you put out a bunch of singles or you put out an album that has like 20 songs that are each a minute and a half long. Oh because then that's a ton more plays you can get because it's only yeah. those minute and a half in a day to get all those more plays to make music. A lot of the music industry has become just a, a money making thing, and so that's why uh, I feel like it's a kind lot. Kind of sad. I mean, uh, nothing yeah. hasn't. Nothing has. Obviously, nothing. True, but it's fallen but victim more than it used to. Yeah, which it sounds like so, like lame. back in the old days. Yeah. 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 I mean, music is music. The music industry has also always been like that. So it's nothing new, but it's just a matter of the new systems that we have now with uh, music streaming. That that's that's the way to do that. And then there's also so so many formulas that it's it always has been like that. Where do you think drivers license? Do you think that m- most music has a team behind it now? That's like, how do we make this song? the perfect song that yeah. will get become number one on Spotify and get the most plays and make us tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Well, they can go and play into TikTok's formulas and, like, with their... Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Oh, and, God. You know, if you watch so much of this, then this will start coming up, yeah. and it's just a constant formula yeah, or of what you watch. Yeah. Like, you could have, like, five people, like us, sitting in a room, and each of us, each of our For You pages would be completely different. Oh, for sure. Because of their formulas that they have. Or it's also, this like, is not even, social media. Or it's, not even, or it's not even, like, it's not even, like, what you like. It's, like, it's specific. It's, like, oh, well, you only watched half of this video and you liked it. Or, like, you commented, you commented ten emojis instead of ten, like, question marks. Like, formulas like that. It's not even, like, how much do you watch this, but, like, how much, like, what are you commenting specifically? Like, have you have you liked this video and watched it all the way through, or you have, like, watched halfway, halfway through? Like, the way it's, like, the formula, like, on TikTok is being explained, like, it's so crazy, and it's, like, more than... Well, would yeah, companies put a ton of time into these, these formulas that they have for recommendations and whatnot, which is just, it's, it's interesting to me to see that that's how it's going, and this is getting into old man territory. <laughs> mm, nah, the, the, damn okay. com- the damn computer's <laughs> tracking me. <laughs> but but I, I, I also, in a, in a way, I feel like you can, you can also see how bad it gets where, like, I know for me personally, I've, in my life so far, have avoided most social media. And that's just because you can see that where you're just going to get, you're just going to get fed everything that, you know, it knows you're gonna want to see. Cause it's not, it's not, unless some something comes out with the formula that feeds you things in opposition to your norms or things well, that you want to see. That would be kind of neat, but uh, it would also be incredibly unpopular, and nobody would use it because That's nobody true. wants that shit. Yeah. That's true, but so. also you're kind of just like stuck in a little bubble with like the whole like. W- exactly. What are you, like. I mean, it would be nice to explore more, but then again, if it was completely the opposite, then people wouldn't like it. But, like, why can't it be, like, 
Oh, here's some stuff that we think you like, and here's some new stuff you should try. It's like, all all about money now. Yeah. I don't. 100%. Now? Now, well, okay, I keep saying now, but it's like that's it's because it's all about money. Because of technology's it's development, it's changed how money's powered. It technically, like if we go back to, yeah. like the recommendation type thing, YouTube changes their algorithm all the time as well. That type of thing. Sure. Uh, there's many people who just like go into it and like how. Like, say, you completely brand new, like, freshly, you go in, what you're recommended is just going to be given, like, tons of different videos, and based off of that first video you click on, it'll change, like, everything about your recommendations, whether if it's, like, a short video, whatever, whether if it's, like, a home-style video rather than, like, a professional recorded one, music, gaming, all that type of stuff, any little bit can influence it, and it's because they want more clicks, they want more of that money. And it's just it's like the more the money. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the amount of times Davis in front of an ensemble has gone the baby in front of me? Oh my god! Bow the ring. Honestly, that kid. He spit blue Gatorade all over me the other day, and I just felt based. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Oh no. What? Nothing. It's good. What? It's good. It's good. Oh. Anyway. No, but... Adrian, guys. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, so... Yeah. I'm trying to think. This is, I, this is I really can't think of anything. Music is cool, kids. Sorry. It's from music, yeah. It was interesting how we started in music. Yeah, oh, sorry. We started in Paranormal. Paranormal. Paranormal, the, the paranormal to the Bay, like, switch to music was, like, very sudden, so yeah. it didn't feel like this was a lot more that's like what natural. it stemmed from. Okay. But anyway, so that was first episode. Hope you all enjoyed. Thank you all for participating in our... Anna's in trouble. No, Anna's in trouble. trouble. No, I'm not in trouble. I'm going to plug my Insta. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to go home. I do. No. I wish I didn't, to be quite honest. I mean, i got to leave in three minutes, too. And how much but, time? No, my mom said I gotta leave. In how in how much time? Oh, I should be fine. Three minutes. Oh. Uh, wrap up the damn but podcast. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you all for listening and thanks thank for you. chatting.